And now, as the dice roll, brought to you today by on-ship doorbells. Don't worry if it doesn't make sense. Knocking is for losers. Previously on Cautious Optimism. As a sign of good faith, Haas stayed with the purchaser. A bunch of officers, including Officer Joe, walk into the docking station and they all have their weapons drawn. And the only thing he put down for all of this cargo is some kind of vegetable. Some kind of vegetable. It's actually the name of his mixtape. He's actually singing about his cousin, Haas, who is in a coma and right now is in a vegetative state. Do you mind if I hear some of your music? You see Slorg doing his slurping beatbox and Rico is dancing next to him. The music of your people is beautiful. I'm more of a, a smooth jazz guy myself. Hello, Cautious Optimism. Aurora Borealis Shand. A human woman. I'm not interested in, in selling this ship. She has a huge smile on her face. She was, she's very important to me. Hank Crawford. Engineers. Bad news, good news. Uh, bad news, fuel leak. Coming and going from the spaceport. Good news, I found duct tape. Cayenne Brunt. A mator. I am a doctor. A nine-foot-tall, four-armed creature. I don't care if they call me, hey, you, just let me do my job. Rico. Humanoid. I'm observing you. Cat person. It's for science. Toss. A slimy, gelatinous. Mm, what are you hauling? Goo thing. Thank you, Cautious Optimism. Welcome to the station. You guys are en route in flying in space, heading towards Lorinda. And uh, now we uh, need to see if Rico and Kayun can successfully de psionic enhancing powerify the <laughs> oh, yeah. tears of the gods. All right. Science it up. Okay, I'm going to roll for some science. Come on, dice. Eight. Yes, I successfully scienced. I successfully scienced <laughs> by five. Oh, wow. Nice. Well, that will make up for me not successfully sciencing by one. Oh. Oh. All right. So let's paint the stage here. You're in your makeshift medical bay, Kayun, mm-hmm. with the very high-tech hover dolly. That seems out of place, but oddly familiar in the rest of this ramshackle facility. And you guys have one of the containers of the stuff. And you're opening each vial. And you're applying the appropriate chemical additives that neutralize the part you're trying to neutralize. And you're kind of going through this. Like the two of you are working together. Rico on one side and Kayun on the other. 
but Kayun is doing like two at once because he's got two sets of two hands, right? So mm-hmm. he's doing two thirds of the work and everything seems to be going pretty well. You don't have any good way to know for sure if the stuff you've worked on is actually successful or not, since you don't have a, a Lorinda to test it on to see if the psionics don't work. And I'm assuming nobody in the crew wants to volunteer to be a test subject for this anyway. Not with these dice. <laughs> <laughs> but as you're working along, maybe trying to do two at once was a mistake there, Kayun, because you accidentally prick yourself. <laughs> with a syringe that had some stuff in it. And you're pretty sure that you just took a very small dose of the product. Okay. Are you all right, Kayun? Um. Hold on, Joe. I'm sending you a message in Discord privately. Okay. (gasps) Secret notes. I love gaming. (laughs) (laughs) And I believe Rico has just asked if you're okay. This is going to take me a second. (laughs) That was a stupid thing to do, but how are you? Uh, excuse me? Did you do something stupid? What's going on? I just pricked my finger like a beginner. Oh. Well, oh. Did you did you take, what, with the drug? Are you okay? Did you get some? I took a small dose. It's not the most. Uh, okay. You're being quite weird. I think we should sit you down somewhere. Uh, maybe we should uh, take you through and go, oh, you are the doctor. That's unfortunate. <laughs> um, why don't you come and sit down? Let's get you away from all these drugs and sit you down somewhere quiet. So I guess I'm going to kind of escort him away from the drugs <laughs> and uh, into, I mean, I guess I'd take him up to where the captain is because, you know, science officer having incapacitated himself in some weird fashion seems like something the captain should know about. Sure, give me an opportunity to make it worse. <laughs> so, I mean, are you going to come willingly up the corridor, or? Yes, he will go with you. Okay, so we'll stow the drugs away, and we'll take you up to the bridge. Uh, Captain? Yeah, hey, how's the sciencing going? Uh, well, uh, the sciencing's going just great. My sciencing, my sciencing, is going uh-huh. absolutely great. Good. Uh, seems like Kion might have taken some of the product. Kyan, why would you take the product? That doesn't make any sense. He was trying to double time with all of his hands. Oh, oh! so it was by accident. He didn't just get high on the job. I didn't mean to. It was a stupid thing to do. Oh. And now he's talking really weird. All right, well, let's sit him down over here. Uh, do you have a headache? Do you feel nauseous? Do you, uh, do you have any physical... I, I feel fine. If there's a problem, there's no sign. Why are you talking in rhyming couplets? This is extremely peculiar. Oh, gosh. Captain, um, we might have a sort of Buffy situation on our hands. <laughs> I don't know what that means, but this is weird. <laughs> uh, I guess filling you in about 20th century TV programs is probably not what we need to be doing right now. <laughs> Maybe later. Has he been rhyming the whole time? Uh, yes. Yes, he has. Well, I guess we have to kill him. I mean, that's annoying. <laughs> um, <laughs> I take out my gun and shoot him. Uh, no. It is a little weird, but it should go away if it's cleared. Oh, no. Okay. Um, in your research, do you... Well, we, we don't know what effect it was going to have on anybody else, do we? 
we didn't have any test subjects. This is a completely untested vet. We don't have like an antidote or anything. So you'll just have to sleep it off, I guess. I mean, this is, I mean, yeah, it's weird and annoying, but I don't know. I mean, Kyan, do you think you could still continue your work? Do you feel like you're you're incapacitated in any way? I don't think there's a problem. I feel pretty awesome. Here's a solution. Kyan, say I would really like an orange. <laughs> he can't rhyme with that. <laughs> can I say that, Todd? <laughs> you can say that and then see what happens. <laughs> All right. Um, I really feel like an orange. I'm sending you another message. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so he grabs his head with all four of his hands, and it looks like he's in considerable pain. Oh, no, oh, bad idea. No. Bad idea, bad oh. idea, bad idea. Ah, uh, shit. Uh, I broke it. I broke it. Um, <laughs> this is why I'm not a scientist. Yeah, I don't think that was a very good idea, Captain. Sorry. <laughs> um, I've been having a lot of those today. Do we have a sedative or anything like a... Well, I don't know if we want to combine that with what he's been already taken. Um, well... I'm going to uh, lean on this door hinge. Uh-huh. Oh. <laughs> oh, okay. There we and go. it feels a lot better. Okay. Um, I mean, really, Captain, like, he's the doctor. So, um... Yeah. I mean, he's the one who would know. Kyan, I mean, did you want to just go, like, maybe take a nap and sleep this off or... Would you like some coffee? I have a little doubt. I just need to wait it out. Okay. Hmm. Honestly, if it's not affecting your ability to still conduct the experiments, I don't see why you wouldn't keep going. But we don't know that it's not affecting his ability, do we? He shrugs. Okay. Well, then maybe you should just have a small a small rest. He nods. Yeah. Let's, let's, let's keep on, keep on trucking. Yeah. All Sorry. Right. Sorry, Rico. Uh, Joe, go ahead and I sent you one more message. Oh, okay. <laughs> of course I do. <laughs> um, look out, there's a ship ahead. He points to the view screen ahead of everybody. If we don't stop, we're going to be dead. I, I turn and look immediately. There's nothing but empty space out there. All right. Okay. Um, I I think uh, probably Kion needs to take a little nap, and I don't think he should be anywhere near any of the sciencing. Yeah, I'll, I'll walk him to his quarters if you want to get back to the to the the drugs. Uh, yeah, I will get back to the drugs. No worries. Thank you. All right, and so I am guiding Kyan back to his quarters. He sighs heavily and he's not happy. <laughs> <laughs> well, it's a very interesting side effect, though. Uh, I should uh, make some notes. <laughs> I mean, definitely write it down. So, Kyan, are you going to let yourself be taken to your room and, and try to sleep it off? Or? Oh, yes, definitely. All right. So, as you're asleep, Kyan, or as you're, you're trying to sleep, and you're not actually sure if you even are, necessarily, but you're experiencing a memory from your childhood. When you were a young Matorb growing up, your mind is remembering... The first time you thought you were interested in medicine and thinking about what first got you interested in medicine, why you made that your career path, despite obvious challenges. And I'd, I'd like, if you're able to, could you kind of describe to the audience, you know, what that memory is like? Yeah, absolutely. He and his parents fleed 
uh, fleed, fled their, uh, <laughs> fled. it's been a long so, week, people. Wait, and then he goes and slams me with the rhyme couplets. <laughs> but that's okay because I'm going to be his DM soon. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, his family was smuggled out by Bratom, the Matorb equivalent of the underground railroad for his planet and um they came under heavy fire and his mother was very badly wounded and one of the bertam people that were getting them out of there was a doctor and healed her up and saved her life and so that was the first time that he decided he wanted to dedicate himself to helping other people oh oh wow okay okay and then the camera does a slow dissolve and we rejoin Rico in the medical room and Rico, you're going back to work in there. You realize the syringe that Kayun pricked himself with was one that he had already successfully, well, presumably successfully treated. So this is one that should get rid of psionic powers, but still have the high and the hallucinations. But in all of your study of the bird people's use of this drug and their religious principles, you've never heard anyone talk about rhyming or speaking in rhymes or anything like that. Oh, dear. Uh, I guess I would uh, go and take this observation to the captain, who's having such an amazing day. (laughs) I'm sure she'll be completely delighted to hear this. Yeah, I'm back in the cockpit. Maybe I just catch you just as you're like walking past on your mm-hmm. way back to the like you haven't even made it yet. Right. <laughs> just like, uh, Captain. Yes. So this is the syringe that Kayun just uh, pricked himself with. Okay. This is the treated drug. Okay. So this is the one that's supposed to not cause any kind of, uh, you know, Changes to the uh, the brain, apart from the hallucinogen properties. Uh, I've never seen the bird people talk about rhyming couplets previously. Well. I mean, I suppose that's probably better than telekinesis. Yeah. And also, we don't know what it would do to a matorb. True. Because there's that variable. Yeah. I don't have any notes about uh, matorbs ever taking the tears of the gods. Look, as long as Kyan isn't moving things around with his brain or reading our minds, he could rhyme all he wants. That, I think, is perfectly acceptable. If the Lorndons suddenly become poets, that's totally fine. I mean, in my opinion. <laughs> I mean, we don't know. Well, it, it does sort of... Uh, I'm, I'm questioning whether this uh, alteration that we're making is really working. And obviously, we don't have a Lorden to test it on, so... Ah, well... And you're doing everything by the instructions. Yep. I succeeded in my role by five. I'm doing it very, very well. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I mean, theoretically, we have two humans still on the ship and a a Philean. We could all try it, or at least one of the humans, (laughs) to see what happens, to see if any of us develop psionic powers. But I feel like that would be a silly risk to take. Um, Yeah. I mean, unless we, uh, do you think we could uh, test it on a London before we gave it to people, generally? We certainly could, but we're going to have to find a London who wants to do drugs. 
I mean, I guess we'd have to kidnap one. Yeah, and I don't think at that point... <laughs> we're, I don't think we're going to do that right. I think we're going to mess that up. <laughs> I don't know why. I have funny feelings. <laughs> My suggestion is keep doing what you're doing, and then we'll check on Kyan in 12 hours and see where he is. And if he's gotten better, I say we go full speed ahead. And if he hasn't, then we can possibly look at it more. Should we tell the guild? I would say no. Okay. <sighs> Simply because at this point, it's too late. We got to go get Haas. Oh, yeah. The guild didn't care if they got psionic power. So the guild's definitely not going to care if they're suddenly rhyming. And the guild's also not going to care if it doesn't work. Okay. So I don't know. I feel like where's Hank? Like he should be, because he's acting weird too. Did Hank do the drugs? Oh, that's a good question. I imagine Hank's in engineering, to be honest. Yeah, and I imagine we're not currently in engineering, so. I mean, that's a fair question. Maybe Hank stole some of the drugs. Maybe you should go ask him. He'll be in engineering. All right, you go back and keep doing what you're doing. I'm going to go see Hank. Okay. So I go down to engineering. So the camera pans over to Hank. Hank is in engineering, but you've been monitoring something on the computer, some machine that's taking a long time to finish downloading the latest driver update or whatever. And Hank has nodded off, fallen asleep in your chair. And Hank is having the strangest dream. He has four arms and Hank, you're a child and it's the dead of night, and these other adults, who are also all have forearms, are talking in hushed tones, but you're running through a field or something, and suddenly you hear a man cry out, and there's a blaster shot, and your mom, who also has forearms, gets hit in the shoulder, and she starts whimpering in pain, and there's some more ruckus, and you don't know what's going on. It's all very dark, and then later you're in a house... There's candlelight, and a man with four arms is doing something to your mom's shoulder, and it seems to be healing it. And you have the oddest thought that you want to be able to heal people. And then there's a beep, 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 as the doorbell of your engineering, you know, in the, in the regular real-life day, the doorbell rings, and you're woken up from your slumber. I love the idea that engineering has a doorbell. <laughs> <laughs> it has speakers on the outside. This is a weird <laughs> I'm imagining less of a doorbell, more of a modified uh, motion sensor. Sure. Either works. Either way, I would have tapped on the door frame, even if there was no door. I'm not rude. Who knows what Hank's doing in there? Slump back in my chair with my feet propped up on a box of whatever milk crate, you know, something I'm envisioning here. And. I sit up with a start planting my feet on the floor and the book that I would have been reading while waiting on the upload just kind of flutters to the floor. My glasses are all askew. Uh, yes, come in. Hey, uh, sorry. I don't want to interrupt you if you're in the middle of doing something, but I uh, wanted to pick your brain about a situation. A absolutely, Captain. What 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 can I do? So, Kyan has made the error of taking the drug. He didn't mean to. And he's hallucinating, and he's now speaking in rhyme. I'm trying to debate whether to share the dream or not, considering... Mm, okay, so... So, right now, we've got him in his quarters. We're trying to see if he can sleep it off. I spoke to Rico. She's concerned that the instructions that the guild sent to alter the drug aren't working. 
And I said to keep working at it and we'll check back in with Kyan after he wakes up to see if it's worn off because we don't know what the drug's effect normally would have been on Matorbs anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. What, what What are your thoughts? Well, it's interesting you mention different side effects than what we're used to. I I just had a dream that I was a, a Matorb and envisioning that this is what led me to want to heal people. Like perhaps this is a history of Kyans. Okay. I mean, it could also just be a weird dream though, right? It seems a little on the nose for me to dream about being a Matorb who yearns to be a doctor. Well, you know a Matorb who yearns to be a doctor, but yeah, I mean, I get it. I get it. I'm just trying to, if they send us bogus instructions and we're not really altering this drug, we're either going to have to sell this stuff to these people or we're going to have to blow up my ship. And I want to blow up my ship. So I'm trying to think of ways <laughs> out of it. And this morning I came up with a mixtape idea that seemed to work in the meantime, but I don't know how many more of those I got in me, especially that same trip so i don't know i don't know what to do hank's gonna get all serious at this point and just look the captain in the eye and go listen i know this is not what you had in mind when you took over your uncle's ship but this is the bed that we have made and we're going to have to lie in it so we're gonna have to take everything we've got and figure out our best course of action because anything we do now may affect the entire galaxy or universe at this point Ugh, I was afraid you were going to say that. Listen, also, I'm just going to check back in here with reality. Did we really join a drug smuggling world-ending guild to get discounts on ship parts? <laughs> yes, yes, we did. <laughs> that is the only benefit of this thing at all. I mean, you know, I literally have sold out my soul for super coops for the value pack that they send in the mail. Okay. It does seem a bit short-sighted in hindsight. <laughs> Oh, no. But I have worked by your side for many weeks now, and I know you're the best woman for the job. Oh, well, thank you, Hank. Hank, what's going on with you? You're different. Well, what do you mean? I mean, I don't feel uncomfortable sitting in here talking to you. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on? Okay, he's going to get kind of sheepish at this point and kind of cast his eyes down, and he sees the book on the floor. And for the first time, he's kind of at a loss for words, and he just kind of nudges it with his foot across the floor to the captain. So I pick up the book. I read the back cover of it. I love that we have books in space. (laughs) (laughs) I figured it made for better audio than just a tablet or something. It does. It does. Just reading a file on your watch. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, I mean, I, I'm i not saying I don't like the change. I just wanted to make sure that it wasn't some sort of weird drug-related mind control or there's some tiny alien driving a Hank robot. Like, hey, we, we've been through some weird stuff in the past couple of weeks. <laughs> so I'm kind of suspicious in keeping my head on a swivel about everything. Well, I've struggled my whole life to get close to people, Captain, and... It wasn't until I realized after spending such time with you and Rico that perhaps I didn't have the best grasp on male to female relationships. And I stumbled upon this book. I might have stole it from best parts. You know, it's, it's you know, whatever. Hey, <laughs> there's Hunter Among Thieves here. But I, I, I don't know what to say other than I, I'm sorry for any situations I've made you feel uncomfortable. Well, I, I appreciate that. 
And uh, I think this is a good change. And, you know, at least Rico and I have noticed. So good job. At the mention of Rico's name and thinking of the falling out they had, he just kind of sighs. Yeah, I, she, you know, she's a cat person. She'll forget about it soon and be on to something else. You know how they are. Was that specious? It was probably specious. <laughs> I was going to say, thinking of all the um, copious notes that Rico takes, I don't think forgetfulness is going to help Maybe add some more pros to the relationship as opposed to the cons that currently exist. But. <laughs> well, I mean, hopefully we won't all die in the next uh, couple days in a hail of gunfire or in an attempt to get rid of all these drugs. So um, <laughs> there'll be time to work on it. See, silver linings. Indeed, Captain. We got this drugged up Matorb and now we got to figure out what we're going to do with this drug that still possibly hasn't been changed at all. <sighs> I think perhaps I should head down to where the sciencing is happening and regale Rico with my findings. Well, yeah, I'll go with you because we got to figure this out. <laughs> and he's going to blow the captain's mind one more time and offer her his elbow for guide. Oh, well, thank you. I mean, it's a. The ship is small. The both of us can't fit in the. T- <laughs> oh, <inside. laughs> you know, it's baby steps, and I'm very proud of you. This is good. This is good. This is great. It, it was more for shock factor than anything. <laughs> in that case, he'll just open the door and just kind of wave for you know, ladies first. Thank you. So yes, to the science lab. We love you, Hank. We know you're trying. Hello, I'm Joe Hogan, editor of As the Dice Roll. I hope you're enjoying this week's episode of Cautious Optimism. So last week's episode generated a few comments. GM Shadow said on our Slack channel, just finished the latest episode. My word, that was some amazing fast talking. Yes, <laughs> we were all very impressed by Kelly's quick thinking. Poor Todd, he had not planned for any of that. We must be an incredibly challenging group to GM for. Lyle McCarn said, I keep thinking you've hit peak weird, and then another Friday happens. <laughs> yeah. And remember, I know what's happening in the next 20 episodes. So yeah, expect more weird coming in the future. I think it was after we recorded that last episode that we decided we needed to start releasing episodes on every Friday because we're really excited about the content that's coming down the line and we just needed to start sharing it with you. So uh, we hope you're enjoying it because we're having a blast recording it for you. Now, GM Shadow and Lyle left these comments on our dedicated Slack channel for As the Dice Roll. I have heard that it is a little tough to find. So go into the geek to geek Media Slack and click Channel Browse. It might be under More right above the Channels tab. It should show you all the channels available. There were actually a few I hadn't subscribed to, so check that out. You can find the link to join Slack on the geek to geek Media website at geek to geekmediacom under Contact Us, and that's also where you can join the geek to geek Media Discord server. You can chat up the cast on Slack, but you can listen to all of us on our various podcasts and Twitch streams. Our silver-tongued Captain Rory Shand is played by Kelly Hightower, and she is the host of Mating Habits of the Modern Geek, where she discusses relationship-related topics from a geek perspective. Bama Shocks plays our lovable engineer Hank Crawford, but he also plays all the actual plays, all of them, over on his Twitch stream, King of the Heel, which you can also listen to as a podcast. 
Our science officer, Rico, is played by Raven, who is one of the co-hosts of Girls Gone Wow, a Warcraft podcast over on Warcraft Radio. They will be recording episode 477 this weekend. That's just mind-boggling dedication, if you ask me. When I'm not playing Dr. Kyan Brunn, you can find me as a host on the Geektitude podcast, which is a geek culture podcast with a focus on positivity and diversity. And if you want to talk video games, of course, you can find our illustrious GM Todd on his podcast, Nerdberg Review. He is also on our other As the Dice Roll campaign, What is Not? It's a Monster of the Week campaign where he plays Donovan the Initiate. And I forgot to mention this on last week's What is Not, but hopefully everyone who listens to that campaign also listens to this one. What is Not comes out on the second and fourth Tuesdays of the month, but we have five Tuesdays this month. So the next episode is coming out on July 13th. I know that means you have to wait an extra week, but that gives me a little bit of a break as I'm trying to get ahead with all the editing before I go out of town for a few weeks. But just because I'm on vacation doesn't mean I don't want to hear from you. You can always email us at podcast at asthedicerollcast.com, or if you want to leave us a voice message, you can do so by clicking on the link on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. You can also check out our Twitter at asthedicerollrp or our Instagram at asthedicerole. That is it for me this week. Let's get back to the cautious optimism and see what the crew is going to do with this crazy drug right after a quick commercial break. When toxic culture has you down. When you're just looking to laugh and have fun. Kick back and enjoy watching a video game. Or just make some new friends. It's time to visit the geek to geek Media Network. A community of podcasters, streamers, and bloggers. Well, more of a family than a community. All dedicated to geeking out about the things we love. Things like... Video games. Star Wars. Comics. Movies, K-pop, Disney Plus, Keanu. Keanu Reeves, New, or whatever our community decides is the next best thing. That's right. We have a great online community on Slack and Discord where we chat about our weekly geekery with listeners and viewers. And each other. Yep. And each other in real time. And we can't wait for you to join us. So come check us out at geek2geekmedia.com. And escape toxic fandom for something much more... Keanu? Yes. Keanu. So, Rico, you're working on the processing more of the drugs in the science lab there? Yep. So you're just working away, very confident that you're doing a super good job when there's a knock at the door, since everybody just liked the doorbell idea. Todd <laughs> <laughs> cancels his orders for ring doorbells for all of us that he'd ordered earlier in the episode. He keeps going to cancel it. Yeah. They're not getting these. Dear Amazon, please cancel this order. <laughs> In great. <laughs> All right. So Hank and Rory, you guys show up at the med bay and you see Rico hard at work. Rico. Um, oh. Hi. So real quick, Hank had an experience that might be relevant to what's going on. And I have a question about the process of what it is that they're asking you to do. And I, let me get my question out of the way first. Does it make sense to you, the chemical changes that they're asking you or instructing you to make um do you think it would work or it should work would i know the answer to that question what would i what would i say to that i i think we did roll for it before and we rolled really well didn't we yeah you and kyun both got the feeling that this would probably work yeah 
Uh, yes, um, I understand what's supposed to be happening, and I uh, I think it should work definitely. Although obviously my knowledge of the uh, London physiology is a little bit uh, new to me, so I'm not an expert. But it seemed like a reasonable hypothesis. All right. Well, I'll let Hank fill you in on what's going on with him. And I would like to regale her with every single detail I can remember about the dream, leaving nothing out. And I do. Oh, yes. That doesn't sound like your dream. That's a problem. Or at least it's probably a problem. Hmm. That implies it's not working. Hmm. Although we won't know unless we give it to a Lorndon. And by that time, I assume the Lorndon we give it to will be the one who was expecting it, who will then just be taking it. And it'll be too late if it hasn't worked. Um, yeah, unless we kidnap another one, which would probably not be ideal. And then we probably wouldn't get horse back. So eh, yeah, no. It depends. <laughs> depends where your priorities lie right now, I guess. Well, I mean, I guess just keep doing it. I wonder, can we assume I'm sleepy? Should I go try to sleep and see if I get Kyan's dreams too? <laughs> Nothing can go wrong with me sleeping, right? Uh <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't seem like an entirely safe assumption based on the day that we've had already, but uh, <laughs> sure. It's just a simple nap. I've had several in my life. Like, I feel like it's a thing I'm probably good at. Uh <laughs> uh, Captain, I don't wish to put too fine a point on it, but you temporarily forgot how to fly the spaceship when we were leaving Londa last time, so. Um... <laughs> I didn't forget. My foot slipped. Um. <laughs> So from then on out, I've been driving with my hands. Um, well, I mean, I guess we just keep on keeping on then. I don't know. I don't know what else to do. I got I'm out of ideas. How far out are we from London? We're probably quite close now. I think you're still a, a day away. Um, I mean, unless we spoke to the scientists at the Guild. Yeah, Hank suggested that. So I'll call the Guild and I'll do it here in front of everybody. So you take out your space phone telephone. It's a rotary. <laughs> your space phone rotary telephone if we have any younger listeners they have no idea what that is yeah no. <laughs> it was a really cool technology for a while wow. they were really cool just you needed a while to put all the numbers in yeah as you long as you up, didn't you're... mess up yeah why don't you run in any kind of a hurry <laughs> That's actually why in America for 911, because you had to dial it in a hurry, they made the last two numbers one, because it was the one you had to move the shortest distance to put in the uh, the number. Oh. And I guess the nine so that you wouldn't have dialed it by mistake? I forget the reason. It was something to do with that was a number that was available or whatever. Oh, okay. That's yeah. fascinating. The more you know. <laughs> but now we don't even dial things. We just ask our computers and smart assistants. But anyway, we have a very retro <laughs> phone, the cell phone <laughs> telephone here on the Conscious Optimism. You dial up on your Breck, and she comes on the line and says, oh, Hello, how is my favorite space captain doing? Oh, wonderful, Anya. Um, quick hey, question. I have another job for you. There's a research center that wants a delivery of 10 supercomputers that they manufacture on Lorinda. So... You would be in a great position after you finish your other assignment if you want to pick up 10 supercomputers and bring them to the Dulonian Research Facility. You could make some more money. How does that sound? I mean, it sounds ideal. Great. But I have a question. I have a question, though. That's the reason I called. 
Okay, yeah. So these alterations to the Tears of the Gods that we're doing. Yeah. They don't seem to be altering it at all. No, they they are. I'm sure they are. Yeah, I don't but I don't think they are. <laughs> oh, I mean, what makes what makes you say that cuz you have this conscience of yours it's constantly making you think about right and wrong and good and bad and all of this are you sure it's not just your conscience you know acting up i'm pretty sure it's not and i say this because one of the crew got exposed to the treated drug and, and it doesn't work um <laughs> they still have uh, psychic fallout from it Oh, well, first of all, do you employ drug addicts on your crew? Why are your people taking the product? Well, I mean, we're not going to shame drug addicts since we're in the drug dealing business here at this point. But um, <laughs> I mean, I feel, like, I feel like you would want that. It's good for business. But no, it was an accident. It was a slip um, and a, uh, now I can't think of what they call it in medicine, but someone got pricked with a needle by mistake. Okay, okay. Okay, well, that's understandable, I suppose. Um, so he can lift objects and move them around with his mind? Uh, n- uh, not that we've noticed that, but there is some psychic ability that's happening. We don't fully he's, understand he's it. your thoughts? Not necessarily. He's projecting his thoughts. He's projecting his thoughts. Okay. Well, so you said that it gave them telekinesis and stuff when the Lorndons had it. Yeah, but when the bird people take it, it just makes them high. They don't have any extra special powers. <laughs> so I'm just thinking okay. that whatever the psychic portion of it, we haven't eliminated yet. The element in it that would affect the psyche is still there. Well, it seems like this drug affects different species differently. So what kind of species was the person who accidentally got pregnant? It was not a Lorndon. Funny about medical stuff. I don't like to release medical things. I'm telling you probably more than I should. Okay. Well, so whoever or whatever got accidentally pricked, when the drug wears off, why don't you give them a sample of the unmodified drug and compare how that affected them Mm. versus when they took the modified drug? And then you'll know if something is happening to the drug in the process. That's very sound scientific uh, advice. Do we have enough time? I don't know. I mean, I assume I would know. You said we had a day? I mean, it would depend, I guess, on how long it takes for the first dose to wear off. And I'm not sure you've ever really seen how long it takes to wear off. Right. So I say to Anya, maybe we'll try that. But, you know, as a member of the guild, I would hate to suddenly not have 100% 100% faith in my guilt comrades and feel like I'd been set up here, Anya. I absolutely promise I put my hand on the space Bible representing space Jesus that <laughs> we have not set you up. All right. Well, we'll, we'll let you know how it goes. In D&D, I would definitely roll an insight check. <laughs> I don't have any of these guilt. You know, let me ask you one more thing. This person, this crew member that accidentally got exposed, he's not a Lorndon, right? They're not a Lorndon. Right. So it doesn't even matter how it affects them. All that really matters is how it affects the Lorndon people. So what you really need to do is test it on a a Lorndon person, I think. Well, I think that no matter what happens, that will be happening shortly. Okay. Well, I'm going to transmit the job for the supercomputer run 
If you want to do that after your very successful, simple drug deal. Um, are these supercomputers going to fit on my ship? You said there were eight? Ten. Ten supercomputers. They're ten? How big are they? Uh, they're about the size of a, you know, a human person, you know, six feet by six feet. I'm, they'll, they'll, they'll fit on your ship. I'm sure of it. Yeah. But humans are six feet by six feet. Well, six feet tall. Six feet tall. Not six feet wide. Okay. I'm like six feet by six feet. They're about as tall as a human. Okay. <laughs> Eighteen feet in diameter, folks. <laughs> the height, just the height, just the height. Look, we're getting awful bogged down by many details uh, of the of the the words. Sorry, okay. sorry. <laughs> Six feet tall. That was gotcha. I got you. Okay. okay. All right. All right. Well, thank you, Anya. Yeah, anytime. Glad I could help. Okay. Yeah, I hang up and kind of look at everybody like, well, so there's that. <laughs> well, um, I guess we should just keep going. I guess. I mean, we're in it at this point. I guess we have to. Now, should we even entertain the idea of someone taking the regular drug, the untreated drug, and then taking the treated drug and seeing if they're different? We do have two humans. We could do it at <laughs> simultaneously. Out of character, I'm expecting the first Lorndon who takes it to just explode. <laughs> it only takes one of us humans to guide the ship into port. I mean, if if you think it's the best course, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll volunteer. I'm not sure that incapacitating everybody on the ship is really the best idea. <laughs> I mean, really, you know, <laughs> that's a good idea. <laughs> okay, here's where I'm at at this point. If we deliver it... And the first Lorenton that takes it does spontaneously combust. I mean, say no to drugs, kids. It's a cautionary tale. We've probably helped them out in the end. Like, <laughs> we've probably <laughs> kept a whole species of people in the straight and narrow after thousands of them explode. <laughs> <laughs> all of the sudden, alarms start going off all over the ship. Weep, oh, weep, weep. I run to the cockpit. As the captain, you recognize it as the proximity alarm. The ship is on a collision course. Oh, God, he was predicting the future. Oh. So I run to that. So, oh, no. <laughs> so I run to the cockpit and to, to plot an evasive course. All right. Yeah, as you get to the cockpit, you see a spaceship dead ahead of the cautious optimism that you're about to crash right into. Make a piloting check. God, you guys. Oh, no. <laughs> it's been fun. Oh, good. Yes. I made it by six. All right. In an amazing maneuver, you flip the ship around 90 degrees and you gun it and you slide right past the ship without hitting it. Next time on Cautious Optimism. The modifications aren't working, and now Kyan is projecting psionic phenomena all over the ship, including predicting the future. We'd make enemies of the guild. We'd make enemies of the people who've currently got Hoss. This is Barless Tiss. I started uh, dissecting this cadaver, and when I got to analyzing the bloodstream, I discovered some very peculiar substance in it. 
You've been listening to As the Dice Roll. The As the Dice Roll intro music is The Soap Opera by James Bowers. You can find and license his music through Pond5 at Pond5.com. All the rest of the music in this episode is by Darren Curtis and can be found at DarrenCurtisMusic.com. The opening voiceover is by our very own Rob Sometimes. You can find his podcast at ComicBox.Libsyn.com. And the As the Dice Roll logo was created by Marcel Edwards. Check out her book, No Great Matter, at MSEdwards.com. As the Dice Roll is a proud member of the geek to geek Media Network. Check out other geek to geek shows, streams, and content at geek2geekmedia.com. If you'd like to contact the show, you can send an email to podcast at asthedicerollcast.com. Individual players and GMs, social media can be found on our website at asthedicerollcast.com. 